When one thinks of biblical events which may never be repeated, miracles such as the Exodus, the Ten Plagues, or the splitting of the Red Sea come to mind. But what about a lesser-known occurrence which we find in this week's Torah portion, Vayakel, where Moshe Rabbeinu had to actually order the Jewish people to cease and desist from bringing donations for the construction of the Mishkan or Tabernacle. I've never heard of something like that ever happening again with even the most successful fundraising campaign. Among the contributions, we find that in chapter 35, verse 27, it says that the leaders of the tribes contributed the precious stones that were necessary to adorn the garments of the Kohen Gadol, or high priest. The commentaries note that in this verse, the Hebrew word for leaders, Nisim, is missing a couple of letters from its typical spelling. Rashi, citing the Medrash, tells us that this omission was meant as a critique of the tribal leaders for being somewhat lax by bringing their donation for the tabernacle only after everyone else had already brought theirs. The Medrash tells us that their rationalization was to let everyone else go first and they'd make up the deficit by donating whatever may have still been lacking. I don't know of any fundraiser who would refuse such an offer. That being the case, why does the Torah take them to task for this decision? There used to be an event known as the Running of the Brides, which was an annual tradition dating back to 1947 at the famous Filene's Basement department store of Boston, where a one-day sale of wedding gowns was held, garnering local media attention due to the sight of hundreds of brides-to-be scrambling for bargains. The store would stock thousands of gowns in anticipation of the big day and mark their prices down drastically. Gowns whose original ticket price was as high as $9,000 could now be had for as little as $250 to $700. Prospective brides and their hovering mothers, sisters, and friends would line up the night before so as to be able to join the mad rush when the doors opened at 8 a.m. In those precious first few minutes, patrons would run as fast as they could to grab as many dresses off the racks as possible. Were these people crazy? Absolutely not. They realized that this was probably their chance of a lifetime to get the wedding gown of their dreams at a price they could afford. And in such situations, the old adage, you snooze, you lose, applies. Perhaps this was the error of the tribal leaders. When the opportunity to perform a mitzvah presents itself, particularly one as rare as donating materials for the construction of the Mishkan, which was to be the dwelling place of the divine presence amongst the Jewish people, that's no time to stand idly by on the sidelines, even with the best of intentions, watching as everyone else gets into the act. In such a situation, one needs to act with zeal, and enthusiasm, realizing that there's no more precious a commodity in the world than the opportunity to connect with the Creator, especially in such a unique and holy way. And this lesson was not lost on the tribal leaders. For when a similar opportunity arose with the bringing of the offerings to inaugurate the Mishkan, they were right there at the head of the line. Let's honestly ask ourselves, If we're as excited and psyched up when it comes to seizing the opportunity to do a mitzvah 
as those shoppers who get up in the wee hours of the morning awaiting the running of the brides or the Black Friday bargains after Thanksgiving. After all, the value of any mitzvah is infinitely more valuable than the best high-def plasma TV or even the wedding gown of one's dreams.